everyone, and welcome back to episode 11 of the Counseling Conversations podcast. Thank you again to everyone who's been listening, and thank you to my listeners who have sent a comment through the Q&A section on the episodes. So today, we are talking about anxiety. What exactly is it? If you've ever experienced worry, then you'll know what I'm referring to. I also wanted to acknowledge and mention that if you are suffering from anxiety, it's important to speak to your GP or your mental health professional to get the best possible support for yourself. This episode and podcast is by no means a substitute or replacement for professional or medical advice. You may have noticed that the term anxiety is used frequently by those around us. And we do often hear people say that they have anxiety or they feel anxiety when they are worried about something. Anxiety is a feeling of fear or apprehension about something in the future, something that is to come. Anxiety is a physical and mental reaction to perceived threats. In small amounts, it can be helpful because it protects us from danger and focuses our attention on problems. It's your body's natural response to stress and it can be normal in stressful situations such as public speaking or sitting for an exam. But when the feelings of fear or apprehension become excessive, if they become too frequent so much so that they interfere with your daily life and activities, it can be problematic and often debilitating. So what does it look like or feel like? Some symptoms include having uncontrollable worry, feeling like you can't focus or concentrate on something. It could also feel like excessive nervousness. Your heart rate might have increased, you might be shaking, you might have sleep problems or difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep. You might have an upset tummy or tension in your muscles of any part of your body. And you might also notice yourself avoiding situations that cause fear. These things don't feel good and we can all understand that. So, when I have felt anxious in the past, I have definitely experienced uncontrollable worry. The fear of what might happen and what might not happen and replaying these scenarios out. What might happen, what will happen if that next thing does or does not happen, and what then will happen with what might be likely to happen and how then things would happen. The end result played out in my mind was usually disastrous and there was no way out. I felt tension in my upper back and in my neck. And no matter what I did to try and distract myself, if I went for a walk, if I went to the shops, My mind was racing at a million miles per hour and it would not stop playing out catastrophes and my body and my mind just couldn't help feeling that sense of threat and danger. So we know that anxiety can interfere with life, right? And it can interfere with what a person's goals and desires are. Unfortunately, some clients have reported that it has limited their choices in their life so much so that they have had to settle for a job or they've had to miss out on opportunities or social interactions or miss out on building and maintaining relationships or going to certain public places 
just because of the huge impact of their anxiety. I don't know about you, but that makes me feel sad. Sometimes these symptoms can last for a short amount of time, or it can last for an extended period of time. Some of the anxiety disorders that you might know of include panic disorder, social anxiety disorder, specific phobias, agoraphobia, and separation anxiety. And these are usually identified by a psychologist or a psychiatrist. Agoraphobia is a real and an extreme fear of leaving one's own home, being in open or crowded spaces, and also avoiding situations or places that might cause feelings of being trapped, helpless, or embarrassed. Often, the stress that individuals experience within these disorders may be out of proportion to the reality of the situation and the actual threat. However, the fear and the worry is very real for the person experiencing the anxiety. If you have experienced some of the mentioned symptoms of anxiety, it doesn't necessarily mean you have an anxiety disorder and you may simply be experiencing some signs of anxiety. Many people experience anxiety, but don't have an anxiety disorder. An anxiety disorder is based on a set of criteria that's laid out in the DSM-5, which is the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. For example, you may need to be experiencing these worries and symptoms for a period of at least six months, occurring more days than not, and in combination with other criteria. If you have any of these symptoms, of anxiety and share them with a mental health professional, they can then assess the situation. Counselors can use measuring scales such as the Hamilton Anxiety Scale, where they'll gather information about your mood and whether you have tension or trembling or an inability to relax. They'll ask questions about the types of fears you might have, whether it's the fear of being left alone, the fear of strangers, the fear of the dark, They may have questions about insomnia or difficulties in your memory or concentration, questions about pains and aches or whether you grind your teeth, the severity of cardio and respiratory symptoms as well as gastro and autonomic systems such as sweating or having dry mouth and a whole range of other symptoms that are related to the presentation of anxiety. The information from this will give the counsellor a bigger picture of the severity and the impact that it's having on you, and it will inform intervention options. So what can we do about anxiety? Are there any strategies to cope with feelings of fear? Yes, there are. We know that intervention may include speaking to your GP and taking medications such as antidepressants that can really help some individuals. And we also know that treatment can involve counselling and speaking with a trusted mental health professional about personal issues in order to understand the root of the anxiety. Often when the root is identified, anxiety can be more easily managed. With support and professional help, Individuals are able to cope with their symptoms of anxiety and go about living satisfying and fulfilling lives. In our next episode, we will dive into coping strategies and ways to help cope with anxiety. So to summarize today, anxiety is the real fear of a perceived threat. Some anxiety is helpful for us and keeps us safe. However, if 
anxiety is excessive and interfering with daily activities, it can become a problem. The symptoms vary between individuals, but often include uncontrollable worry, difficulty concentrating, stomach issues, and muscle tension, just to name a few. Anxiety can be managed through counselling and with medications. In the next episode, we'll chat about what we can do to help ourselves or someone we love with anxiety. So that concludes this episode for today. Thank you for listening in, my friends. And until next time, may you have peace, empowerment and experience joyful living.